Coming to you from our opulent and luxurious 4x8 refurbished broom closet at the National Headquarters in Indianapolis. With duct tape, studio lights, and a mic that you barely can hear, we hope to entertain and educate you. This is the Tango Alpha Lima Podcast. They call me crazy because I'm facing all my giants. They try to scare me into thinking I can't fight it. They tell me I should never even think of trying. But that's just me, I'm gonna live out in defiance. All right, hello, 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 and welcome back to the Tango Alpha Lima podcast, the antibiotic super treatment for whatever ails you. And congratulations to those of you listening to this have thus far managed to survive a global pandemic, rioting, quarantine haircuts, murder hornets, the Tiger King documentary, and Carol Baskin being awarded the Joe Exotic Animal Farm, Tom Brady getting spanked by Peyton Easter Island statue head Manning in literally the only sporting event in the U.S., and now Drudge is carrying daily warnings about the Ring of Fire being seismically unstable. And assuming we live through the ensuing tsunamis and Yellowstone supervolcano, then we have a presidential election to look forward to, so we all have that going for us, which is can we just, like, it, well, super the, exciting. Can we just maybe say the dinosaurs, will, if the dinosaurs came back, like I would be surprised at this point, right. I'm just saying. Jurassic Park would be an improvement over what we got going on. I don't uh, re- any of that. Right off the start, <laughs> need to remind you guys to subscribe uh, and rate our performance on Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. So anyway, that's the world as we now stand. I, of course, stand here in Indianapolis, Indiana, where the Irish pubs are unfortunately limited, and they're also in the middle of the areas that are rioting. And as I found out right before we came on, a uh, special shout out at the beginning to our three listeners in Ireland, which is just spectacular. We've got two listening from Connet and one from Munster, I believe. Uh, so maybe we'll take the uh, entire show on the road to Munster, Ireland. I think we're all, all down for that. Uh, but shout out to you guys. And I'm joined, as always, by my two co-hosts, Ashley Gorbulja Maldonado from our nation's capital in Washington, D.C., and Jeff Daly from Hollywood, California. Ashley is a former MP in the Ohio National Guard, and Jeff is a former Marine who once counted all the way to 15 by himself when he lost his sock. How are you guys doing? How's the rioting? Uh, I mean, in Indianapolis, it's it's pretty pretty safe here. What's going on in D.C.? It doesn't look so good. L.A. looks even less good. Um, so to... For starters, um, as a former guardsman, kind of watching the roll-in of about, was like, 1,500 troops or so into the, the D.C. area, is it's a bit intense. Um, I was just looking at some different articles. I know, like, Utah's out there, New Jersey. Um, I think there's a unit from Ohio that actually went out, um, just to, like, name a few, right? Yeah. So it's been really intense. Um, I can say that, like, I can go up on the roof of my apartment and I can see, like, the, I mean, I'm like a mile and a half away from the White House, so for those listeners out there. So I'm, I'm really kind of, I'm close to everything right now. Um, my husband, it really hits home. Uh, my husband is a recruiter in the D.C. National Guard, and he was activated. So, um, yeah, so, you know, he's been on the front lines, um, you know, wearing the uniform with a riot shield in front of him, you know, being screamed at. And, it, it, you know, it is what it is. And uh, it's just really, it's really interesting. And I think as a service member, like I find myself, I'm like, I understand both sides of the house, you know, and I, it's, it's very profound um, experience out here just from watching um, the different photographers that I follow who have been, you know, capturing the event yeah. from, from both sides. Uh, I've been looking at it from the army PAOs to our public affairs officers. And then as well as just folks that are going out and really capturing the essence of, of what's happening. Um, so it's, it's really profound here in, in D.C. How's everything in L.A., Jeff? Well, L.A.'s, LA's super interesting because it's such a large uh, geographic space. And typically here in West Hollywood, Beverly Hills adjacent, we are in a bubble of, of the, that like the Rodney King thing didn't come out this far from what I was told. I didn't live here, obviously. But the I went for a walk uh, last weekend I was going down to the Beverly Center for people who know Los Angeles and I was just going and then all of a sudden I get to Beverly and La Cienega and the march is 
coming right through. And oh, wow. It was still daytime, and like I like to say, the day shift are the protesters, right. and when they when they mm -hmm. clock out, people with less noble intentions take over. So it it was fine. I mean, I put myself yeah. I put myself right in the middle and caught some video and uh, some video and a pic photography because you know I have my trusty Talma media pass now, <laughs> so I'm kind of a big deal on the street. <laughs> if if you see me. Uh, let me Nothing gives you. you cred quite like a Talma uh, laminated <laughs> press thing. And for those that don't know, that means the American Legion Media Association. If you're a Legion member, you can join today online. So in in, and in Los Angeles, it's weird because you mentioned your pubs are, are closed. Ours, ours are still during the day. You can get curb service for food and they even let people mm -hmm. buy to go drinks. But it's such a weird, eerie sight to see them board it up. I don't want to overstate the thing. We only have two Irish pubs in Indianapolis, and they both happen to be right next to the mall where everything's going down. So that's not that's not true. We've got two that I go. I don't. I mean, there's probably many more. He hasn't branched out clearly. No, please. He's he's a regular somewhere. Dude, the that's fact true. that I made it through three episodes of the uh, Space Force that we'll talk about hey, in a minute. Jump, is, you're yes. jumping ahead. I, 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 we'll get to it. I, I, it's a teaser, <laughs> Jeff. It's a teaser. But that's the most activity that's come out of me since coronavirus has happened that's you're, not work-related. Uh, so, yeah. I still have... I, I think I've had four beers in three months, which is unconscionably bad, but... It's it's time to open up those Irish pubs again. I need I need Guinness in my life, but as long as the riots going, actually, it's kind of interesting looking at all the stories about the National Guard. There's been the National Guard has really done exceedingly well at uh, not being the enemy to these protesters. I saw that some of the National Guard yeah. troops had kneeled with the protesters. I saw that. Some of them had like laid down their shields. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I think that was in Tennessee. Yeah, there's been different instances uh, across the board. And I think what's really important is that uh, for all the listeners out there, as a previous National Guardsman of eight years, um, you know, I, I wear the uniform part time and I go and I, I knock out my civilian job. I, I do, you know, everything under the sun, but I, I still have a commitment to my country and I have a service obligation. And I think what's great about the National Guard is you have such a variety and diverse group of, of strengths and talents. And when a lot of these folks get together, there, of course, is that common area or that, that common bond that um, the military provides. So it's a very unique, um, uh, it's a very unique, um, yeah situation i and seeing just some of the responses across the country has has really just i think it, it's waking a lot of people up as to like what the guard does and what they respond to or what they don't respond to or how we are also all human beings at the end of the day yeah and i think the guard is better placed to handle these kinds of things too because um, the guard comes from that community and Absolutely. you know the, the active duty military has its purpose and that's generally not this but the national guard mm -hmm. is perfectly situated for this jeff what kind Absolutely. of activity are you seeing any guard activity out there or well you know it's weird um because i i don't venture out that much that far from where i'm at but to see the images of of armed soldiers walking down Rodeo Drive and having military vehicles to protect uh, that area is is kind of a surreal moment, and you, you still see the you still see the, the the pictures of I mean there's still stories of of uh, combatant type incidents, but for the the most part the stories are generally really good and give some faith in humanity. Uh, and I think part of that is is the guard for most of their existence in life is part of the community. Mm -hmm. They are a citizen mm -hmm. part of the community that gets called in to help the aforementioned community. I feel like if you're not a part of it, uh, then people are, people are, uh, they're not, they're just individuals in front of you and if you're part of the community, I see you're getting some help from <laughs> your local guard right now, which is amazing, Ashley. If oh my God, the guard's there! Get out! <laughs> if you're not watching, he's actually going to report right now. I'm sorry, Jeff. I mean, yeah, he's actually reporting right now. Um, 
if you're not watching on YouTube, and you should, uh, <laughs> yeah. Ashley's husband, whose name is only my husband, is, just walked my husband. in. <laughs> my hubby. My husband my is, uh, did this, and then my husband did that. I still don't know his name, and I know Ashley. Robert? So, it's Maldonado. Says my Maldonado. She says my Sergeant, husband. one each. Sergeant. There's two sergeants so it, in this house. Thank you very much. I thought, uh, yeah, well, there is that. but There is it, that. Do you have one your, is in, did one you have is your name? Div. Did you have full Gorbolgia Maldonado on your uniform? No, actually, as a joke, someone actually tried. My one of my supply sergeants. It'd uh, have to be an eight point to, font or something. Oh yeah, it was crazy. Like we actually went to like size it out to see if we could get it sent, and it was like it was so stupid. I was like, first of all, like I, I hyphenated because first of all, I have a really strong connection uh, to my father who adopted me and I wanted to keep that name because it was sure. who I am. It's part of my identity uh, professionally. And then in the service, you know, I was Sergeant G. So for me to just switch my name plate over, you know, my name tape yeah. over, it just didn't make any sense. People are like, who, who's who's that? Like, right. who's got the bus keys? Like, who's doing this? Like, they didn't, you know what I mean? Like, my yeah. soldiers didn't know me as that. So I kept Garbolja as my, my name tape for my entire career. Yeah. Um, right, but yeah, now, total sidebar, but. The, for those that are missing uh, the YouTube, we also now have animals walking around in Ashley's, yeah. which is great. We got <laughs> photo bombs galore. I know. I'm having, it's just a great. And you know what, too? Like, I switched the camera angle. So typically for viewers, if you've watched previous episodes, I usually have it, like, yeah, over yeah. on this side. And you can see, like, my American flag and, um yeah, so of all the days I switched to, like, frontward-facing, everyone wants to just get screen time. I'll do today. it from home sometime, and you'll have, like, two-year-olds lighting <laughs> fires in the background. That'll be fun. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. I feel, like, I feel like an Amazon delivery is coming next. I did want to <laughs> yes. I did kind of want to point out, like, super quickly in California about the National Guard, because uh, I know uh, my Legion Post has a lot of them. Our guards, our, our guard is activated almost every year because of because oh, uh, sure. of fires forest fires right. and and things like that and I and I want to make sure that our producer uh, gets some cred here because she can make us look really really stupid or sound really dumb <laughs> later so uh, she emailed that the the fun fact I wish we had like a animated thing for fun fact right. um, the guard <laughs> the guard has only been federalized 12 times ever yes ever and 10 of those were for racial conflict one was for Hurricane Hugo and uh, I'm forgetting the last one. I bet CV knows because he's a history. No, I actually have forgotten it. Oh, oh. Yeah, no, it was Hurricane Hugo, and then the other one was Puerto Rico or something. I can't remember what it was. Yes, I think it was Puerto Rico. Something Maybe. in Puerto Rico. Yeah. And and I'm sure we will get a correction in the notes if we are wrong. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, there she oh, goes. Here Postal it goes. Strike. Postal oh, strike of 1970. You remember that, don't oh. you? Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> wasn't that the last? This, this wasn't that the last time the post? That was the last time the post office made a profit. Wasn't I don't. I don't even know what oh, it was in New York. Uh, we're being told. I, I don't know what a postal strike is, but I, I'm just imagining mailmen in uniform facing off with guardsmen with like plexiglass I shields. Threaten, I threaten you with paper cuts. Like, must have been wild, <laughs> wild. Oh, the oh, National Guard delivered the mail. They delivered okay. the mail. So that's no so one, cool. no one got their that. own mail, but that's awesome. All right, let's go to topic two. Is it Space Force? It's nope, not Space not Force. Yet. That's coming next. That's topic three. Uh, topic two, I wanted to talk about uh, the Harlem Hellfighters and the American Legion's positions basically historically on segregation of troops, voting rights uh, in 1919, and a current resolution we have uh, for awards of the Medal of Honor for World War One. And this came about, I was tooling around the internet uh, last week. I was watching Mysteries of the Abandoned and kind of relaxing. And as always, I took a tour around the internet and I came across what was probably a paid advertisement, but it was a story from getpocket.com. And it was titled, Henry Johnson, the one-man army who fought off dozens of German soldiers during World War One." And the subtitle of it was, In May of 1918, Henry Johnson found himself alone in the Argonne with a wounded ally, an empty rifle, and dozens of German soldiers closing in. He didn't run, he fought. 
it's an amazing story. Um, I don't know if you two read it uh, off my Facebook page or not, but it, it's just amazing. It talks about two soldiers in the New York National Guard, uh, this Johnson and Roberts, who were guarding a bridge near Champagne, France, late at night when Johnson woke up and heard rustling all around them. He tried to wake Roberts up, but Roberts told him to leave him alone. So Johnson started collecting grenades and ammo and made himself a little supply dump. At that point, he wrote Roberts up again and said, Man, you better wake up pretty soon or you might never wake up. Now, I'm not going to read the whole story. You should go to the American Legion's blog at burnpit.us and read it. But there is one part of this that I wanted to stress and said, What transpired over the next hour would become an act of heroism that prompted former President Theodore Roosevelt Roosevelt to declare Johnson one of the bravest Americans to take up arms in the war. Johnson would even lead a procession back to New York City with crowds lined up along the street to greet him. Johnson may or may not have felt like a hero, though he certainly was, but he most uh, he must have felt something else as well, a sense of confusion. A man of color, he had been dispatched to a segregated regiment where he received paltry combat training and was assigned menial tasks like unloading trucks. Even his homecoming parade was split up according to race. Henry Johnson, decorated virtually head-to-toe in French military honors, returned to a country that considered him both a hero and a second-class citizen. 100%, mm-hmm. you need to go read the article. There's also some videos. One of the very interesting things, and this is the Legion tie-in, is that his commander within the uh, the unit, the Harlem Hellfighters was the name of the unit, and... Uh, blacks were segregated from whites except in these units and then blacks were all the enlisted troops and officers were all white. Well one of his white officers was a founder of the American Legion and he would go on to um, serve in the House of Representatives and would later even um, write up the legislation that would create the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Again, go and read it all at Burn Pit. But uh, Jeff, did you read this guy's exploits? Yeah, you. Yeah, you took like a lot of the things I was gonna say. So <laughs> I'm gonna, from now on, I'm gonna limit your time of speaking before <laughs> passing it on to another person who then goes, I don't know. Um, but that That'll that officer, that officer, he he did a lot of he did a lot of things. So yeah. one of one of the things that he did was. Uh, they ended up somewhere like a, I think a non Hamilton Fish is his name. I'm being told yep. by our trusty producer. Uh, he, the, his unit was in a, a segregated, was sent to a segregated base next to a white unit, who plotted to attack them at night. This American unit attacking another American unit, and he armed his soldiers and found ammunition and said, "If you get attacked, fight back." And he also, uh, Mythos, Mythos says that he uh, challenged the commanders of the other, the, the white unit, to a fist fight if they did not back off. So these are the kind of, and going back to trying to make it topical to what's going on today, I, th- I think these are the kind of stories that, that do need to be told. It's a to- the, uh, stories of service so that when people get a superiority com- uh, complex over someone because of the level of melanin that they possess, they need to realize that these people served as well, or or served, period. And I think most of the people talking about like a yak didn't serve. Look at the puppy. Uh, so the yeah. So I think those images are important. And that story in particular, I think would make a an awesome, awesome Hollywood movie. And uh, especially because I think I could play a role, not that I'm self-serving <laughs> at all. But I, I think that the, those those things are important. And I and the the fact that that guy then went on to start the American Legion puts into our DNA a level of humanity that makes this organization so important and makes our mission uh, relevant as much then as it is today. Because now we look back at that time and we shake our head and go, God, I can't believe we're there. I mean, I really hope in 10, 15, 20 years we look back at today and shake right. our heads and go, God, I can't believe we were ever there. That's, mm-hmm. And, and hopefully, hopefully organizations like ours will carry that mantle and make that dream that I have right there like a reality. Ashley? 
I just I'm I'm always awestruck when I read stories like this because these are just incredible human beings and I'm really happy that the Legion is is reaching out and creating you know a resolution supporting the initiative to to look at more uh, awards. I mean the World War One Valor Medals Review Act. I mean the fact that um, we want to you know reevaluate and relook at the you know awards for Medal of Honor for Valor during that war specifically um, to those that are would have been otherwise underrepresented. So you know African American, Asian American, Hispanic American, Jewish American, Native American, war veterans. Um, are, are going to be recommended for this review and i i think this is incredibly important because as we continue to move forward like this like we just have to like honor these individuals and their contributions because this is what america is built on amazing individuals who have made sacrifices and have true acts of heroism yeah and, and uh, two things that i just want to add about this is uh the first is hamilton fish was an interesting cat and you should kind of look him up but he uh he was famous that he would always walk his dog in central park and this is when he was a congressman but he would walk his dog and wear his legion cap the entire time and i'm like i don't know that's crazy to me not once have i ever put my legion cap on out in public but hey good for him like you know the, it, back at the time that was the publicity and he got out there more importantly um is i want to point out that the american legion this is founded in 1919 there were african-american service members at the founding at the founding caucus in paris there were african-americans African-Americans were able to vote within the American Legion and hold office 40, what, 44 years before the Civil Rights Act. So in the time of Jim Crow and all this other stuff, they were able to vote for our national commander. Women were able to vote for the national commander of the American Legion before women's suffrage had completely come to fruition. So the American Legion has long stood for this. And if you look at some of the civil rights marchers and everything part of what made the civil rights movements in the 60s able to happen was that the military had integrated to a certain extent before that and these people who are put in harm's way are proving themselves capable over and over and over whether it's the tuskegee airmen or the 442nd uh, regimental combat team people mm -hmm. of color are are showing that they're every bit as heroic as their counterparts that are caucasian and that pushes the civil rights movement on so yeah when i see you know i i know he's a member of your post and i see garcetti the mayor out there talking to them and trying to spread love you know and you look at tim walls the governor of minnesota also a member of the legion a, a former combat guy uh, or former military guy he wasn't in combat but when you see military members we can be on the forefront of this and you know it's easy for me to say that uh, military was colorblind for me. I'm, I'm a white guy, but only together are we going to make it happen here. And I think I think it's great that the American Legion has been a part of that historically and can be a part of that in the future. If I yes. could, um, I, I somebody had asked me um, a day or two ago, a good friend of mine. Um, she's kind of just doing this blog, and she was looking for you know women vets, and like the question was like, what does your military service mean to you? And um, my response to her was um, pretty much service before self. And I said, uh, for your country and your community, I said, volunteering is the ultimate exercise of democracy. I said, you know, we vote in elections once a year, but when you volunteer, you raise your right hand, you vote every day about what kind of country or community you want to live in. And um, she had messaged me back and she was just like, that's like profound. Like, yeah. and I, I, I put a lot of thought into this just because of the, the current like situations at hand and um, understanding that as an American Legion member, as a service member, and you know, as I referenced before, you know, my husband just left to go stand in front of the White House and, you know, wearing the uniform and after wearing the uniform for eight years and then being in, like, I, I, I get it. And I, I think that there's so much progress to be made and as long as we are continuing to be vocal and, you know, respectful, I think that we can continue to make and do amazing things together. Yeah, Jeff was saying I, that I stole his thunder, but I, I got to tell you, Jeff's statement that uh, the daytime people are one thing and the nighttime people are another is 
Yeah, hundred no, percent accurate. Hundred percent. I, I think and, so. Especially and the conversations, the conversations that I've had are are in how the and how organizations like the American Legion, who consistently over time fight these battles, and I feel like we the people, we get mm -hmm. really emotional for an event. So we'll go out and we'll 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 march for an event. And then mm -hmm. tomorrow we'll be worried about the murder hornets again, and we won't think about this until another event happens. Mm. And yeah. I am I am glad that I'm in an organization that can that takes takes the mantle and moves forward because now Absolutely. I'm I'm working on a I'm working on a resolution for like some police recruiting training discipline reform, and hopefully that will make its way to somewhere. Um, and and I, I encourage all the people in like our private member group who have complaints on Facebook, which I don't know why people spend so much time complaining on Facebook, just copy paste that, put it in a letter, send it to every one of your elected officials yes, and yes. potentially potentially make a long term change. So I, I, that's that's the that's the message that I kind of want to send out now is don't just do it when you're the emotions have taken you to the point where you got to take to the streets, which is important for visibility. but don't just leave it there and wait for the next event start doing the legislative and policy-based right. uh, activism you know participating in, in voting and, and doing your research and strategizing and, and planning and like exactly as you said jeff like there's a lot of folks out there who have really great thoughts on how to and have solutions and those solutions need to be written down and they need to be presented and they need to be followed through with all right, here we go, Jeff. The time you okay. have long are you awaited. We are, are about kidding? to go to topic three. I'm so excited for those who can't see my face. Wait, hold on. Can we at least crescendo the mood for a second? Like, give me like one second to go from riots to this. <laughs> are you ready? I'm one, ready. two, I and three. Ready. Jeff, <laughs> topic three. Talk to me about Netflix Space Force. Are you kidding me? That thing blasted off, and it is out of this world, amazing. And I am, I am so high right now. I feel like I'm in an oxygen-deprived environment. That's how excited I was. I mean, I wasn't excited as Ashley, because Ashley, when did you watch it? Oh, and our um, producer's saying over the moon. Over the moon. <laughs> um, so the day it came out, I watched the whole thing. All of it. Wait, how wait. how I mean, how many episodes are there? It's like I think it's like ten episodes or something like that. And they're each forty minutes, so you found some. Okay, I, I just want to back up here. So I took off for my birthday last week, and I also took off on Friday so that I could have a nice long weekend. And I kind of wow. planned accordingly because I was like, I'm just gonna completely just. I, well, I can't go anywhere. I, I, I'm, I'm not <laughs> talking you down here. I'm a I'm applauding you that you Thank could you. dedicate that much time. Like spectacular. Oh, I definitely multitask, but I'm, yeah. I'm very talented. <laughs> so I think I hadn't think watched Stevie, it until this morning, and this wait, morning, Stevie, yeah, Stevie, you always introduce us and set us up. I have to set. I'm going to set you up on. Yeah, this one. go ahead. Yeah. All right. So we know that we know that Ashley watched it all in one day. Yeah. Uh, you don't know that I watched it all, but I didn't finish it till yesterday. I watched like yeah. a couple at a time. Now you are yeah. on record as only watching like uh, military documentaries and right. super nerdy Lord of the yep. Lord of the Trolls. <laughs> do you, do you want to go talk about my new Lord of the Rings house? <laughs> no, we do not. So, <laughs> I want to know from you, did were we able to convince you to watch it and and what did you think? So here's the thing. I I had to tell my wife last night. I was like, uh, hey, look, you're going to have to put the kids to bed and handle them. I have to go watch Office, this <laughs> Space Force, rather. And there was a pretty, she was looking at me like, yeah, okay, whatever. And, you know, because I had sent to you guys, hey, let's at least watch the first three episodes. So I went in to watch, but I fell asleep literally without watching any of it. So I got up early this morning at, I think, 4.15, and I started watching it. And I was like, I'm going to watch three episodes. I had kids screaming to get out of bed. It was well past their wake up time. And now I'm into episode four and I would still be sitting there if I could. And I am not someone to chain watch TV. Yes. I will tell you that episode two of Space Force is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And just to give you like, we won't give you a lot of spoilers, but they have sent a dog 
and a monkey into space on one of their Space Force rockets, and something has gone wrong on the rocket. And so Steve Carell, as the commander of the Space Force, is trying to talk the monkey through how to do something. Only they're using sign language with... Uh, there's a sign language interpreter guy there, and it is absolutely one of the funniest things. And I, I, I told you guys my favorite quote so far. I loved it so much that I actually wrote it down. But Steve Carell says in there, cheap generals are like cheap enchiladas. You end up paying for it on the back end, which I think is just a spectacular quote. <laughs> I, just, And he said it to congressmen in a budget Yes, a budget he said hearing. it in a budget hearing, by the way. Fantastic. And so, I'm in, in terms I'm of real-life humor, part. Jeff, how about the fact that people are putting Steve Carell's picture over the actual Space Force commander in military armories? Have you seen that? I, I did see that, yes. and I, I, think it's, I think it's hilarious. And I don't know if, that, if the real one has joined uh, American Ninja, but I'm waiting for somebody in my post to be one because this show is giving me so much material especially for coasties they uh they really rip on the coasties and i'm personally offended that patrick warburton doesn't have more lines in this show and not yes. just because he's playing the commandant of the marine corps uh which right he's he's a weird. genius in everything he does patrick yes. warburton ah. is one of my favorite people and jane lynch is phenomenal stickers. as well uh, oh unfortunately jane lynch always is yeah solid uh what about well, malkovich do we see an Emmy? I still think Malkovich is the best actor in this thing. Although yeah. I also like the lady who's the helicopter pilot. And I don't actually know her name, but she's a pretty quality. She's one of the normal people in the show. But it is so thinly veiled to today's society. I mean, like, they ref one, yeah. of the, one of the congresswoman's name is Potosi. Like, gee, I wonder who they're referencing there. That is. And then, like, the Republican committee chair is talking about the flat Earth. And <laughs> he's I, like, uh, it is a wonderful planet, sir. I mean, at the end of the day, it, it's taking bipartisan shots, which I'm happy to see because I didn't yes. want it to be, you know, Last Man Standing is one of my favorite shows, but they're always busted on the, on the left. And then you get every other show pretty much on TV, Bashing on the Rain. This is an equal opportunity offender, and it is spectacular. <laughs> but it's so obvious. It's so obviously fictional TV. I don't know when you're watching the joint, the Joint Chiefs. Right. The the Air Force is the alpha dog in the room. Right. Like, like that. The no, everybody else like bows and bows to the power of the United States Air Force, which I found interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I think, what was it, the first episode, uh, as they're um, making the announcement, uh, very, like, you know, just with all of the major head figures from all the service branches, and, like, back to the, the Coasty comment, it's so great. As soon as they're like, and, uh, you know, General Nard, you're going to be leading that. He's like, what? And then the Coast Guard is oh, wait, like... we got a hashtag spoiler alert. <laughs> This is like the, well, it's episode like the one. first five minutes of the episode. Like if you, I don't want to ruin it for you Game of Thrones people, but Bran becomes the king. <laughs> yep, here comes Ashley. No, I'm telling you, this is literally like minutes into the first episode. Right. Like I'm not, I'm not doing anything wrong here. So literally, they make the announcement. They're all at the table, and I think it was in the trailer too, where like he's just like, he like, he's like what? Um, and the Coast Guard goes, oh my gosh, we're not last anymore. And then all of the different branches, like, literally take a hit. And then finally the, the, the main, I don't know, what's his role? Is he, like, he's, like, DEPSEC or what, what is he? What's the... Chairman of Joint Chiefs. Yeah, he's Department of Defense. He's, like, Department he's, Defense. he's DOD. He's, and he's, he's, defense just like, he's Defense Secretary. He's like, no, Coast Guard, like, you're after, like, the Salvation Army. Like, <laughs> just <Right>. stop. <laughs> it's just, they all went around and were like, no, no, you're still last. It was just, oh my God. Like, and just blew my mind. You, you had emailed me a question wondering how many people were in Space Force. The answer is between 17,000 and 20,000 currently. Wow. They took Wait, all of the U.S. Air Force's space people, which oh. is actually who I spent time with in Thule, Greenland, up in the basically the North Pole. Everybody that handled satellites and everything else has been shifted to Space Force. So as of what I read, it's about 17,000 right now. So that was, hmm. uh, that was your little a little pretty good ramp up. Yeah. All right, let's go to rapid fire here. Um, 
The first story was uh, DARPA, which is the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, uh, is doing DARPA things, and I, and I love DARPA. But DARPA has, this is an article from National Defense Magazine, DARPA has kicked off a hunt for new technologies aimed at combating travel-associated problems faced by warfighters and civilians on the go. The effort could facilitate treatments for a wide range of health issues, according to the project leader. Uh, the Advanced Acclimation and Protection Tool for Environmental Readiness, or ADAPTER program, has two primary tracks. One is aimed at addressing disruptions to service members' circadian rhythms, or internal body clocks, and the other is focused on preventing bacteria and water or food overseas from causing master, major gastrointestinal illness for troops deployed abroad. Sleep and diarrhea are the two most important things in my life. I, go DARPA, go. Jeff, what do you think? <laughs> that sounds well, like I a wanna... Dizzo commercial. <laughs> well, I certainly wouldn't want to sleep through a bout of diarrhea because you could wake up to a problem. So I think that they, they may be onto something. I want them to focus on people who can't get to sleep at all because I think that's a bigger problem. And if they did that and put it out in the market, they could fund all the derp, I mean DARPA essential projects with just that one product. I it's uh I I don't really know much about DARPA, but uh I think that with things like this it's like a black mirror episode. They're gonna what are we, GMO sleep now? Right. And you get an GMO overdose and we're gonna have are we going to have an actual zombie apocalypse if the, people start overdosing on whatever it is that they give us and they're just like, don't care, I'll risk it, I'll take. You'll it. risk it, you'll take <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, you would, you would take whatever this. Would you go I, and I, test anything it? DARPA puts out? I'll take it. Like if it means <laughs> sleep and no stomach issues, I'll, I'll take it. Sight unseen, I'll take it. Wow, Ashley, brand loyalty. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I went. I was going through this and I'm just like. I just I I'm trying to think of what the um, at least for the army I think it was like four hours of sleep, yeah. like you're required or something. I'm I'm trying to think what the like the standard was. Unless for you're at ranger school. The, yeah, um, so I'm like reading through this and it's like referring to jet lag caused by disruption to circadian rhythms uh, is a major problem for service members who sometimes have to travel many time zones away to carry out their missions. Um, I'm talking just kind of like you know mental like agility, physical performance. Um, where was the other one in here I just saw? Um, where did it go? I don't know. Was there was there another? Um, like I don't know. I guess I'm I'm just interested from like a public just, health standpoint. Like I, I just know I that just, there's so many other foundations out there researching some of this. And yeah, and DARPA comes up with it. I mean, DARPA invented the internet. DARPA's the greatest. I don't, actually, <laughs> DARPA, DARPA had the greatness. Look at you. It, they really are. They had an office right like next DARPA to my law school. And every time I would walk by the DARPA headquarters talking on the phone, it would drop the call. So I knew there was something going on in that DARPA building. They weren't too good at hiding it. Got a big like, jammer. Yeah. I mean, there were, well, I'm sure there's everywhere around there was foreign governments trying to spy on DARPA. But, yeah, D DARPA is the new hotness, no doubt about it. Hmm. All right, let's go on to uh, Naval Air Station uh, Corpus Christi. Um, if you hadn't seen it, there was a shooting there. Uh, about two weeks ago, it was actually no, it's longer than that. It was May 21st, and um, I'll read from this article from Yahoo. The sailors who stopped a gunman who tried to enter their Texas air station on May 21 will be recognized for their quick response, which federal agents say likely saved many lives. Members of the Naval Security Forces at Naval Air Station Corpus Christi are being considered for awards, said a spokesperson there. The FBI's field office, which is leading the investigation, has praised the team's bravery and heroism when 20-year-old Adam Salim al-Sahali opened fire from a truck he tried to drive onto the air stations. And the quote here is, The heroic actions of the master-at-arms petty officer second class who risked her life and did not hesitate to engage the subject, as well as the actions of the naval security forces likely stopped what could have been a much more deadly attack, the division said in a statement Tuesday. Ashley, what do you think about this? And if I could, if if you get injured by a guy trying to ram the gate, do you think that's uh, Purple Heart worthy or not? I mean, yeah. If if I am 
doing my job and i like great great example from military police and i'm I'm at garrison and i'm at gate and i'm asking for 100 percent ids and i have to pull a vehicle over and inspect and something happens yeah that's that's I, injured i tend to in agree it, it, line of duty. It, it, like that's yeah it usually comes down to because purple heart is yeah it's required enemy action but again this guy was like a al-qaeda guy like is it what? enemy action in a in a theater of war i've, I've never read the actual it doesn't clarify because if you'll recall there was the that shooting at the uh at the tennessee recruiting depot a couple of years ago and those guys did get the purple heart and i believe i can't remember how they ended up with fort hood uh with the with the shooting there i don't remember if they got purple hearts or not i think they did but it's interesting but man, it's got a as an mp too. what do you think what do you think about that I mean, you know, I think it comes down to, to leadership and awards um, and, and like how they like if they're more, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like there, I mean, I was in one unit where like if like I, I barely saw awards um, and then I went to another unit where like you got an award for just showing up and doing your job. But at the end of the day, like if, you know, somebody like injures you on injures you on duty while you're trying to i guess like yeah you know stop it i think that's you doing your job but also with a i guess a, an elevated heroic level i mean hmm. yeah it's i mean I, I if you're an I sp watching the gate you're probably not waiting for this but jeff what do you got well, I think, again, like I said, I've never read the actual definition of a Purple Heart, but mm -hmm. this this uh, this uh, soldier wasn't just injured. She was shot. She yeah. she took a round. I mean, she was wearing protective gear. She took a round, got knocked down, and uh, managed to get up before returning fire, actually, and just and, and hit the button that, you know, seals the gate. And, uh, and I think the, I think the part where the award really comes in is that the command of that base says that that action saved they don't know how many lives because right. if, th if that truck gets on the base nobody was walking around the base usually armed so no. it's yeah. it's just open open season then and and protecting the the protecting of that gate and i would call that if if they can associate the person with an organization, they, I, I could see an enemy combatant uh, classification there, and I, I want, I want them to get some uniform salad because, yep, uh, that's, that's what, that's what we're about is uh, engaging the enemy, protecting your own, and, and our uh, ability to carry on our mission, and that's what happened that day, on my yep. birthday, might I add. Oh, was it? Just, I mean, just imagine that somebody gets on base with ill intent in a truck, and then they find a PT formation. And then you got yep. 30 people running in four neat lines. Yeah. Crazy. All right, let's move on to uh, SpaceX launch. Did you guys watch it? Yeah, we already talked about Space Force. No, Space Launch. The SpaceX launch. Oh. The <laughs> I'm aware. Similar. I have Similar. notes. I know what's going on. <laughs> More Elon Musk, <laughs> less Steve Carell. Uh, but there was a kind of an interesting story in Air Force magazine that uh, as Space Force crew Dragon rocketed into orbit carrying American astronauts on May 30th, a team of U.S. Air Force aircraft circled the airspace to ensure it was safe and rescue crews stood alert in case the mission did not go safely. And I won't read the rest of the article, but well, that's got to be pretty awesome to be a part of a unit that even peripherally was involved in the space launch don't you think jeff oh yes i mean that would that would be probably one of the cooler missions that they're going to have and it's uh the two the two pilot or the two astronauts sorry are they're both military's both most yeah. nasa uh one's air force yeah. and the other is where's he from ones that lead the way one's a marine and so it makes sense salvation that, army uh, <laughs> well before oh. coast guard apparently according to our previous story um so it, i think it's probably a really cool mission for them and and maybe one of them will become astronauts one day too and i just think the, i thought the whole thing was super cool yeah i agree ashley 
I, yeah, I was really inspired. I was unable to watch the full like live launch, um, but after just like reading and kind of just just doing like a social media roundup, I was really inspired. I saw um, a good friend of mine, um, like a lot of a lot of my friends with kids were like dressing up as astronauts. Like boys mm-hmm. and little girls were like dressing up as astronauts, and like were just so enthused um, about you know going to space you know and it's just it's weird because you look at the parallels of you know both space force and then you look at spacex and you look at everything that you know, musk is doing and um it's really neat um i on a fun note apparently there's like a little um stuffed dinosaur or something that's on the ship with oh, yeah. them i don't know if everyone saw that i, I don't remember what it was but mm-hmm. i know that now it's like almost like sold out like it's like one of those weird things that happens but yeah, I just I think little it's really product neat. placement on the yeah, uh, like SpaceX yeah, launch. It's kind of like when you're watching a Disney movie and like they do all these Easter eggs and like you see like you know the Toy Story like you know iconic like you know gold red and blue ball or like I don't know like I I always look for those things. But well, we we've got producer Holly working on getting the Tango Alpha mm-hmm. Lima logo painted on the SpaceX missile. I don't know how she's doing on that, but <laughs> I expect that'll be coming any excellent. day now. Excellent. Oh, yes. Mr. Burns. Excellent. Way to go, Holly. Way to go, Holly. <laughs> we'll soar into the upper hundreds of listeners. Actually, uh, we we are over uh, a thousand listeners now, which I think is fairly good. We're, we're making some headway. So, hey, yes. uh, and just because we spent so much time talking about it last time, but a brief update. Uh, did you want to uh, say something about the National Guard extension there, Ashley? Yeah, so the orders were extended, um, to my understanding, uh, you know, Title 32 extension. Um, and I'm kind of interested to see how it all, like, pans out from a benefit standpoint, just because at, at the rate of which we've already discussed um, activations between difference between Title 10 orders and Title 32, um, I don't know. Like, I'm still a little indifferent on the whole thing just because I know the benefits. And if they're going to extend the Title 32, awesome, great. But, um, you know, Mark, you and I know, like, between the, you know, good year points, like, I don't know. It's different. I tried not to make, I mean, people were just moaning all over Facebook. Oh, how dare the president do this? And as I tried to say last time, first, it's not this president that was doing it. It's the DOD has historically always done this. Yeah. And I s- predicted it would get corrected, and boom, it got corrected. It's not like I'm Nostradamus. It's just it's been corrected every other time. Jeff, what did you think about this? I think you kind of look like Nostradamus with that yeah. beard, though. So <laughs> don't sell yourself short, my friend. Hey, uh, <laughs> I am close I to being able to plate uh, my beard here. Hunchback and Dom. It literally just played. <laughs> Quasimodo. Quasimodo. Wait, what'd you, what were you saying, Mark? In my head. What yeah. were you saying about with your beard? I, I'm about, to, I, it's almost long enough that I can start pleating it like in Vikings, you know, so that I can wow. have little, little rows going down. I did find out that I do have a certain percentage of like Scandinavian. Uh, oh, Jeff. That was going to be my shout out to my Neanderthal uh, co-pod, oh, no. co-pod See, Ashley jumping in, spoiling again. <laughs> I'm gonna start calling you spoiler. I'm, I'm one. Listen, I've had so I've had like photo bombs. My dog keeps staring. She's actually like standing in like the little area right here, just staring at me. Right, that's not disconcerting at all. No, staring. Like, feed like feed me. Yeah. So back to my anyway. question that you asked me. You asked me 30 minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, my my opinion on this is that, as we discussed before at length, is that it needed to be corrected, and I do think it. Is cor- I think it is correct, and I do think that they're going to do it in a way that entitles uh, those soldiers to their benefits. I, I think it's too open and public, and all yeah. the veterans organizations were behind it. I, I don't think there's any room for some budget-cutting shenanigans that they can yeah. get away with, at least this time. Well, so. especially, too, now that uh, the news out today is that, I guess, eight uh, Minnesota National Guard troops have contacted Corona. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's yeah, yeah. There's ways mm-hmm. to pinch pennies. That ain't one of them. Yeah. All right, let's go. let's go to the shout outs here before we run too far over our, our time. <laughs> Ashley, uh, we can start with you today. Um, I would just like to give a shout out to um, my my fellow National Guardsmen. Um, like I said, 
National Guard eight years. Um, I know and have a lot of friends right now who are responding in different states all over the country. So I just want to, you know, give a shout out uh, to them and, you know, just remind them that, you know, we're all human beings and that, you know, just because you're on one side of the line doesn't make you any different than the other folks that are on the other side. You're allowed to have, you know, you're allowed to feel what you feel and I appreciate everything that they're doing. Um, it's not easy and I know a lot of people got abruptly like called up and have been pulled away from, you know, their lives. So, um, yeah, I just want to give a shout out to all my, my National Guard peers out there. So, Jeff? Yeah. I will echo that and I will add on that uh, there are a lot of veterans in general that are out um, protesting and, and doing their thing. I see them all on my Facebook. But before I get in trouble, I want to do my shout out to the Pinups for Vets organization. I was supposed to do it last time and I got caught up in something Miss else. Miss Gina Elise. Gina is going to be mad at Gina, you. <laughs> no, Gina is going to love me now because today they, they put out, in their nonprofit, so I'm not pushing any for-profit thing, but today they put out a, a new coin. I have never purchased a coin in my life, but this thing is really cool and it's like 18 bucks and it'll help out and I won't have to run around the corner and hide the next time I see Gina Elise who uh, runs that organization and i know you have a story about gina mark yeah gina was actually at uh where my wife and i went on our first date so gina happened to be really? there we were we were at a military blogger convention and gina elise happened to be there she is so nice I, I just convention. i think she's so sweet and i actually got to see her last year at the palisades post uh, i was up there for the netflix uh medal of honor thing um, and you guys, uh, what's up? They are post 283 and 284 right. of the Department of California. There you go. And uh, my, my shout outs the same as y'all's. Uh, actually, uh, both of yours. Uh, shout outs to people that are uh, National Guard troops who have gone from a lockdown where you shouldn't be within six feet of each other to, to being deployed. Um, mm -hmm. Special shout out to the 300 National Guard troops from Indiana who we just got word are going to D.C. for the protests. So these are people who have been on lockdown and now all of a sudden they're being sent right into this. And my shout out also on the other side is uh, all the veterans and everyone else uh, who is protesting. Um, absolutely, it's your constitutional right and you got to protest for things you believe in, but... Uh, nothing good ever happens after midnight so go home uh, go don't home. you know police yourselves up and mm -hmm. and I say that as a guy who had who had troops that were not the most well behaved uh, it, you know it's all of our responsibility to to police up everyone around us and I mean using police not in the sense of the actual cops I mean police like make sure you guys are behaving uh, because you know you could have hundred thousand people marching through the street the the news crew is going to focus on the one guy who's using tnt to blow his way into an atm machine so make sure you're not that guy you know don't don't draw attention away from the the just cause that you're out there protesting for Absolutely. so that's it folks that's all from uh, legion headquarters today stay safe stay home stay happy if you're out in the streets uh police those around you but uh absolutely we hear you and we support you you do you guardsmen uh you know stay safe stay safe and everyone else just keep legioning on see you guys later <laughs> <laughs>